0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Triple F Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Stoltz, and in this episode, I'm talking about not training on a workout Wednesday. I'm talking about rest days, uh, the importance of them, why they should be in your program, and then five different things that you should be including on your rest days, things you should be focusing on, on those days where you aren't training. So this is the actual very important day of your week of your training week. Um, and I'm going to get into why and I'm going to get into how you can make the most of that day. Uh Um, Bear with me as I do this episode, I have dogs running in and out of the house, um, kind of being crazy this morning, uh, but hey, that's, that's that's my life, so uh, you get to hear it in the background as I record this episode downstairs in my house. Uh, so thanks for joining me for this episode, and let's get started with another Workout Wednesday, episode 250. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. What's up everybody? Jordan here, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to another episode and today's show is a workout Wednesday, but I am going to talk about something a little bit different today. I'm going to talk about not training, even though I usually talk about training on these days for the podcast. Uh, Rest days, you know, first I guess I want to answer the question, are they important? Are they necessary? Can you train every day? I know there's some of you that like training one, two times a week, and there's some of you that like training six or seven times a week, and you know, it really comes down to personal preference on frequency, like what are you going to stick to the most, right? Like, um, me personally, I like getting in the gym four plus days per week, just because I like moving and I feel better overall. When I'm doing that, but there are times in my life where I do stick to like three sessions. I've even had two uh, just when I'm more busy. You can play with that frequency of your training sessions all you want. Just realize that, you know, your total volume is going to go down most likely. And uh, you're, you're, I guess, on the other side of things going to be better recovered on the, on the sessions where you only do a few per week. Um, There's a lot of different variables like variables that go into that. I'm not really going to talk about the optimal times to train per week. But I know that, you know, from personal experience and training others that training seven days a week is very, very hard to sustain. Number one, it's really hard to sustain because of life, right? Because we don't live in a gym, we don't, most of us don't work in a gym. And we're not able to you know, just just train every single day without without things getting in the way. A lot of times, things will get in the way if you have kids, if you have um, other responsibilities, any job or anything. You're most likely going to have days where is going to seem impossible to train, right? And we are all given the same 24 hours, there really isn't an excuse for missing it, but I do realize that sometimes you have something scheduled and it is in your day, but you just simply are not able to make it. You get held up at work, You your alarm doesn't go off, right? you have to take the kid to the doctor or to school or whatever, things happen and I get that and that is kind of reason number one why training seven days a week is not a great idea, Reason number two is what I'm going to talk about today is that it does not include scheduled rest days, which I think are really important because seven days a week is going to be hard on your body, right? You can do it. Your body will kind of self regulate how hard you can train. If you've been training really hard the last four days on that fifth day, your training intensity is probably going to be a little bit lower just because, uh, you know, over time you're going to fatigue yourself and you're not really going to be able to hang. Uh, and that's good because that's kind of your body's way of regulating things. But I kind of see that as something that can be solved with a simple rest day uh, to be able to put forth the most possible effort in your next training sessions. So that's how you can think of a rest day. Is you know a natural lifter, someone who's just lifting because they wanna be stronger, healthier, bigger, whatever it is, they are going to need that day to recover and they're gonna need that day to prep themselves for the next week of training sessions or you know the next one or two sessions even because going hard 100% giving all the intensity that you need uh, for seven sessions in a row, not to mention how that turns into 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56 sessions in a row, uh, that's, uh, not easy to do, right? Not easy to put forth all the effort that you need to. You'll probably be running to the ground. You'll probably need to change up your program anyways, so I like to throw in rest days uh, to kind of of counteract that, Uh, and hey, were you guys impressed with me counting by sevens? That is uh, because football season is going, and I'm thinking in touchdowns with all my numbers, so that was quite quite easy. Um, I I like to put in rest days at least one per week, but most of the time it's going to be two, and my training splits don't necessarily look like a week-to-week basis. When I write programs for people with coaching, um, I, I like to do it on a weekly schedule because it's easier for people, for people to understand and to read on paper. But when I do it myself, I typically follow around uh, – s- eight to 10 day split. And it kind of rotates around there, depending how many rest days I need. I figure, Hey, I want to put forth the best effort in my training sessions. If I get behind on one week, that's fine. I'm still overall getting the right frequency and overall getting the right volume, right? It's just that maybe I have to extend that a little bit just because of, of my own personal schedule, my own personal priorities and my own recovery. So rest days are important. They're not something you should be skipping and they are something you should be making the most of, right? If you have a rest day, I really hope you aren't just sleeping in, sitting on the couch all day, uh, you you know, just watching binge, watching breaking bad on Netflix because you don't have to train. I need you to do some certain things. And I think these Things I'm going to go over in this episode. I have five different things that you should be doing on your rest days. These are going to be important for you. These are going to be uh, what are going to set you up for success on the next week or the next session or whatever you have coming up after the rest day. It's going to set you up for success on that. It's going to make sure you recover properly, you stay injury free, and you're able to have awesome training sessions for a long, long time and can stick to it. So that's what this episode's about. Let's dive into the list of five things to make your rest days. The best days number one is going to be uh, to stay active and this one is probably the most obvious one that I would have said if you guys listen to the podcast or know me at all it's to stay active on your rest day and I simply mean just don't be a slob right like just don't don't sit around all day you wouldn't. Um, You know, you if you were a football player or something, for example, I hope that you wouldn't, you know, on your off season just lays around all day. Think of your one day as your little mini off season where you you know, you you need to prepare for the next the next season, quote unquote, or the next workout session. You need to prepare yourself, you need to put yourself in a good position and to do that what really helps is being active. And basically this can be really simple, right? It can be just taking a walk. It can be standing more than you sit. It can be doing some light exercises like in maybe ten squats, ten push ups, and ten hip thrusts. Do those every few hours or you do a few rounds a day. That's gonna be a great rest day. Just some active stuff. Get the blood flowing. Get yourself moving. This is something that it, you know, is based on science as in an active recovery, but anecdotally too, I really, really notice that I have a bad training session if I'm really lazy, right? If I'm sitting all day in the car or if I'm sitting all day at work, and it is a rest day, and I didn't get that exercise, and I don't even go for a walk or you know play a sport or something like that. If I'm really not active and my step count's really low, and I don't go through different ranges of motion. I'm actually going to have a bad training session. I'm going to feel like a very short-term deconditioned feeling. Um, And I want you to counteract that just by being active on your rest days, walking around, doing active recovery, going through some exercises. Nothing crazy. Don't make it a workout. Don't even go to the gym. Just do stuff to stay active. Be a moving human, not a stationary human. That's task number one and the first thing on my list. Um, Number two is going to be stretch related and mobility related. I, um, I don't really static stretch before or after training sessions after is just a time related thing. And before is, is because I didn't really want to, I, you know, I prefer dynamic stretches, I guess, and warm up with weight, um, just for my training sessions, make them really specific. However, uh, static positions are great, and there's nothing wrong with them. And the perfect time to sit in static positions is on your rest days because you're probably going to have more time. You're probably going to be a little bit lazier, even if you're trying to be active. And what I like to do is make sure that on my rest days, I hang from a bar at some point for a minute or two, and I sit in the bottom of a squat for several minutes. And I like to accumulate, you know, roughly five minutes of bar hanging, ten minutes of sitting in the bottom of a squat. And just sitting in those static positions will just help keep things loose, prepare you for your next training sessions. Increase your mobility without decreasing your performance because it is on your rest day and it's going to feel great. You're going to feel like you are kind of going through those ranges of motion. You're going to feel like you're recovering. You're going to feel like you're decreasing soreness depending where you are sore. That bar hanging is going to feel good on any upper body tightness and soreness. It's going to help your shoulders same thing goes for the lower body with the squat it's going to loosen up your hips your ankles you know it's going to feel good on your tight muscles on your legs depending what your training sessions were like Uh, so those are my two favorite you can also sit in like hip flexor stretches um you know maybe pec stretches, whatever is tight on you, you can kind of customize that. But really, my two favorite is bar hanging and sitting in the bottom of a squat on your rest days, just accumulate some time, just, you know, focus on your mobility, but don't feel like you have to do a long mobility workout, especially at a gym, just, you know, accumulate some time in some good positions uh, over the course of the day, and you'll be just fine. That coupled with staying active is good going to really set you up for success in your future training sessions, help you recover really, really well. Number three is going to be actually uh, nutrition related. It's going to be to eat the same amount that you would in your training days. I'm not a big fan of, of calorie calorie undulation where you are eating less than your rest days. I'm okay with you know cycling your calories up and down a little bit. I, I like to do that sometimes, but really... What I like to do that on is like Host a higher calorie day just to kind of average things out over the course of two or three days. I don't really like eating less on rest days. I feel like you need the the calories for recovery, and especially if your goal is muscle gain, I would hate for you to take that time where you're recovering and you're building. Right, your body is working to build the tissue that you focused on uh, in your training sessions, and then you're not fueling it enough on that day. I think that's a big mistake. I think you're setting yourself up for uh, low amount of fuel on your next training session as well, right? It's like, it's like filling your gas tank only half full before you go on a road trip. uh, And you need to prepare properly for that trip. So I like to keep the calories the same amount as my training session days on the rest days. I don't like to drop them lower. I think it's important to fuel yourself. I think you might not feel as hungry on your rest days. And I think that's just fine. Uh, You know, it's just very individualistic but even if you're not hungry you know drink some milk drink some fruit juice get those calories in make sure that they're that they're steady through the rest day because i don't want you to just kind of intuitively eat not very much on those days uh you need that fuel and you need that uh i guess it's fuel as well for recovery That's tip number three, so just really quick to recap. The first three is the static positions, eat the same calories and stay active. If you're doing that, you're going to really maximize your recovery. My next two are more, um, one of them's kind of a preparation type tip, and one of them is going to be a life type tip. So I'll do the preparation one first. This is also going to be mobility related. If you are on a rest day, You are doing the static positions, you're staying active, yes, but I do recommend you do a tiny little mobility workout. Nothing crazy, don't go to the gym, don't do anything long, like 20, 30 minutes, but maybe 10 to 20 minutes uh, of a preparation type mobility session for your next session. That's what I like to do. I like to set myself up for success in the next week. This is kind of your day of maintenance for your body, right? You're taking your body to the shop. You're working on what needs to be worked on. You're preparing yourself for that road trip by changing the tires, by changing the oil, right? Whatever you need, you have the opportunity to prepare yourself. So if you are, if you have a push workout coming up, you have a chest workout, maybe you really focus on on your pec mobility, on your shoulder mobility, your shoulder health, uh, and that's where you focus most of your efforts. If you have a leg day coming up and you're going to be squatting, it's all going to be hip flexor mobility work to try to get in that range of motion. Ankle m- mobility, right? Do things that are going to translate to your next training session or that you need uh, to kind of recover from the last training session I like to personally prepare instead of um, fix so my just personal preference is not to do mobility on what's sore but to do mobility on what I'm going to do next right if I got sore if I hurt myself then that means I probably didn't prepare properly and I can kind of fix that as the week goes on but for me for example I had a shoulder day today, just shoulders. And you know, last night I did uh, some some shoulder mobility stuff, which was pretty short, maybe like eight to ten minutes. And I I rolled the rear delt, I rolled the lat, I I did some uh, pec mobility, all the things that are around the shoulder. And that was strictly with the intent. Uh, to make my shoulder day better the next day, to be able to get into ranges of motion, to be able to uh, feel that muscle work and to be able to really maximize the effectiveness of that training session. Every training session... Matters and you know, if you can't get into positions if you can't do a movement, that's really going to hinder your progress over time That's just the, the reality of everything uh, With with fitness my last tip and tip number five here is life-related as I said And that's going to be to use the time on your off day to do stuff. That's not in the gym, right? I'm not a fan of being the person that lives in the gym. I like to make sure Make sure people that I train and that I talk to and even on this podcast that you listen to that you're not just focusing on fitness, that you aren't, you know, losing time that you could spend on other things that are going to enrich your life because of fitness. So the off day is a perfect time to do other stuff that you enjoy hiking, biking, play a sport, um, watch Netflix with your significant other, uh, walk your dog. I don't know. I'm just thinking of things that I would like to do. (laughs) Maybe you practice cooking, right? Maybe you practice a musical instrument for longer that day. I don't know. But that is a perfect opportunity for you to work on other areas of your life, to enrich your life, to train yourself, but not necessarily in the physical fitness sense. Um, That's just a good use of time. It's a good use of of balance and kind of will keep you sane, right? Unless you are literally in love with the gym, you are going to get tired of it eventually. And it's good to, you know, have cycles of up and down at the gym during the week. So if you have, you know, maybe you're excited five days out of the week for the gym and you're motivated and you go intense, but then in those other two days, you don't even think about going to the gym. You're focusing on other stuff you enjoy and you're becoming a more well-rounded human. That's my strategy that I like to do. That's, that's something that I like to focus on uh, and those are the five, right? So stay active, sit in those static positions, uh, eat the same amount of calories that you normally would, uh, do us a, a mobility session, just a quickie. That's going to prepare you for the next week of training sessions or the next training session, um, and do other stuff you enjoy. Don't limit yourself to just fitness. Those are my five tips for your rest days to maximize their effectiveness. Try these out. Uh, you know, schedule your rest days make them make them something that's in your program but don't make them an excuse so don't be taking rest days when you barely have trained when you're not going very intense anyways you know put some effort in the gym make yourself need those rest days and and you're going to be in a way better place if you come to the rest day and you feel like you need the rest day you are worn down your body's a little sore you are you know maybe your legs feel heavy because they're so tired that's good. I'm thinking that's going to look like progress. It's it's good to challenge yourself through the week. It's good to earn your rest day. And when you when you earn your rest day, use these tips I went over in this episode to maximize their effectiveness. That's today's episode. That is today's workout Wednesday. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the triple F podcast. If you want a program custom made for you go to triple F podcast.com slash products. There is a coaching application on that webpage and I will kind of look it over, see if we'd be a good fit. I don't like to take everybody because I, you know, I want people that are serious. I want people that are going to follow the program. I want people that are going to, uh, that the coaching is going to be right for, right? I want to coach somebody who isn't right for it and isn't at a good time in their life for it. Uh, Go through that process and send it over to me and I'll let you know and we can work together to accomplish your goals. Enjoy your guys' training, enjoy your guys' resting, whatever you have going on today and this week. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, signing off from another episode. I'll see you guys on Friday.